Welcome to Your Therapy Doctor with Dr. Pauline Belton. Dr. Belton is a licensed clinical professional counselor and board-certified hypnotherapist that is here to help you in the areas of mental health awareness, getting yourself ready for therapy, and so much more. Now, here is your host, Dr. Pauline Belton. Hello, listeners. It is so wonderful to have you listening in this morning. This is your therapy doctor, Dr. Pauline Belton. I am excited to share a second part of the trauma series with you. And we're going to be talking about trauma in families and in children, especially children. Uh, Today, I want us to be extremely, you know, tuned in so that we can learn, understand, and definitely know what are the signs, symptoms, and behavior reaction in families and in children. Before we get to it, I want to invite you to go on to your social media and follow us. Follow us on Facebook and YouTube. We just started our YouTube channel and it's going to be at Your Therapy Doctor. No spaces. Follow us, like us, and subscribe on Instagram and Twitter. Your Therapy Doc, D O C. No spaces. Please subscribe, like, and share. I want to also congratulate you. Thank you and congratulate you because Your Therapy Doctor has been the number one show on the air with health and wellness. And that's because of you. That's because you have listened in and you have downloaded on um, your podcast streaming, whether it be Amazon, um, Apple, Spotify, and even checking out our Facebook pages. And I've seen you on there. Thank you so much. www.yourtherapydoctor.com and um, sharing your comments with, with us. I appreciate you and Here we go. We're going to get started because there are going to be some very exciting events coming up. I will be going live on Facebook um, this Wednesday, April 20th at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Time. Um, And we're going to be talking about abandonment issues. But today we're going to talk about trauma. Trauma in families and children. Last week we talked about the definition of trauma, because I want that to be clear for everyone. Trauma in the mental health field, how we diagnose it with the DSM-5 is trauma is exposure or actual threatened events involving death, serious injury, and or sexual violation in one or more of the following ways. So let's let's be clear about this. One or more of the following ways includes directly experiencing the event. Number two is witnessing the event in person as the as the event occurs. Okay, and then learning that the event occurred to a close family member 
colleague or friend. So, or, or just someone that you're associated with and you know, and you're very close to them. If you learn of a horrific event that happens, that could be traumatic for you as well. The other one would be experiencing repeated or extreme exposure to um, adverse details of an event. You know, sometimes, you know, people do not really understand how they traumatize other people when they start to explain or go into detail about a particular event. That can be extremely um, not only traumatizing, but um, damaging to um, a, an adult or a child. So, and especially to a child, because developmentally, they may not be able to process or even understand what a person is explaining to them in, in terms of a traumatic or devastating event that's happened. I also want you to understand that um, trauma is what happens when we experience a, it, it's almost like a life-threatening event. It feels life-threatening um, or life-changing event. And it, it feels as if you, you, you have to go through it alone or you're going through it alone and you really, you can get help. There's help out there for you. Um, and there are resources for you to be able to, you know, heal as well as manage the traumatic symptoms that come along with a trauma event. Um, so let's continue this conversation. Uh, last week I shared with you that according to the National Council for Mental Wellbeing, 70% of adults have experienced a traumatic event in their lifetime. And, and there are a wide range of experiences that can cause the brain to store something as traumatic as trauma. And depending on your age and developmental stage, you know, that makes a huge difference in how we perceive events as traumatic. Um, I shared with you last week and sharing with you again that there are three top categories that when you are diagnosed with trauma is important to know and understand. The first one is acute trauma. Acute trauma happens and occurs from one single event. So if you have witnessed or, you know, been a part of or in a traumatic event and that event could have lasting effects on you, that is a single event. Chronic trauma is when this trauma is prolonged. It's repeated behavior of one type of event, such as, you know, abuse or bullying. That could be a, tra a chronic trauma event because it is prolonged. Something that has happened over a span or a range of time. And then we have complex trauma. Complex trauma happens or it occurs when 
when someone is exposed from multiple events. So if a person has complex trauma, they are exposed to abuse and say um, abuse at home, but bullying in the workplace or bullying at school, neglect at home or um, in terms of being in an abusive relationship uh, or a parent to child or child to parent uh, abuse is happening. These are different types of categories of trauma. And this lays the foundation for us to truly understand that when we experience a traumatic event, that the body and the mind protects us by storing it in the unconscious part of our brain. And in that part of our brain that we may be like, okay, this is, this is life threatening, or it feels as if it is, you know, um, life changing and not in a very good way. Then the body and the mind goes into what we call fight, fl flight, or freeze. Fight, flight, or freeze reaction. And we can experience this even when we're startled by something or upset by something. Um, these biological reactions happen and the body is conditioned to do one of these things when something doesn't feel quite right for you. And so we have that built-in protective um, alarm in, in our minds and body so that when we are threatened or feel as if we are not safe or protected, the mind and body goes into hero mode. And for some of us, superhero mode. Um, and so the purpose is to help us survive so that we don't want the reaction to be triggered and flood us every time something happens that is scary, right? But the younger we are when, when trauma happens, the more generalized the fear reaction is. So we're going to get into what does that actually mean when you experience trauma at a young age? Um, what really happens to the mind and body? What what signs and symptoms can we look to even, you know, be able to understand when it comes to our, you know, children being exposed to trauma? Um we do know that trauma does not last in everyone in the same way and it's not perceived in the same way. So when we return, we're going to dive more into the nuances of identifying trauma in children. Before we get there, we're going to let you know that not everyone who experiences a stressful event will develop trauma. I mean, we're living life. Life is happening. And 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 yes, you've heard me say on a on numerous occasions, life can be downright disrespectful sometimes. And it happens without our permission. However, just because we in you know endure stress, anxiety, 
does not mean that that experience is traumatic. It's stressful. It and, and we have that built in where we can move through and manage anxiety and stressful events. When they become traumatic is when they leave a deeper imprint on not only the mind, the brain, and how we actually perceive it in life. And so we'll get more into, well, what does that actually mean, Dr. Belton? How do, how do I get to really know that this is either trauma or I'm just overly stressed, you know, most days? And so we're going to go through that and we're going to talk to you about that. When we come back from our break, I want you to know, understand and learn that trauma in children and families are real and we have the tools to heal and to become resilient in our lives. You are listening to Your Therapy Doctor. This is Dr. Pauline Belton, and I am so excited to be here with you. Come back, listen in, get grab your pen, paper, or your notepad, <laughs> depending on how you take notes. And let's get into this conversation. Talk to you soon. Your Therapy Doctor presents the Intimate Relationship Connection Series. Dr. Pauline Belton is a licensed clinical professional counselor, board-certified hypnotherapist, and a certified Symbus facilitator. She helps couples and individuals build and improve their intimate relationship connections through education, practice, and play. March 19th, 2022, register to attend the Intimate Relationship Connection Series seminar featuring Dr. Pauline Belton, Couples and individuals will learn about the five marriage mindsets, resolute, rational, romantic, restless, and reluctant. Every person brings their beliefs about marriage to the relationship. Know and understand what you're working with and working toward. Brought to you by Your Therapy Doctor, featuring Dr. Pauline Belton. To register, visit to attend at www.yourtherapydoctor.com or find us on Eventbrite to register. Open Conversations Counseling and Assessments is spotlighting Mental Health Awareness Month in May. Bringing Awareness aims at fighting negative stigmas and promoting the positive education of mental health. This provides support and resources and advocacy for equal mental health care. As licensed clinical providers, we at Open Conversations Counseling and Assessments work throughout the year to help clients and families affected by mental health disorders and illnesses meet their goals for quality of living and life. Get educated. Get resources. Get in the conversation. To learn more, visit us at openconversationsllc.com, where life happens one conversation at a time. Remember, mental health is important. You are important. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. You are listening to Your Therapy Doctor with Dr. Pauline Belton. If you have a question for Dr. Belton or her guests, 
Join us on the show at 866-472-5791. That's 866-472-5791. Now, back to the show. Here again is Dr. Pauline Belton. Okay, thank you. Welcome back, listeners. We are continuing the conversation about trauma in children and in family. We are first talking about children. What are the trauma signs and symptoms that we find in children? And this can be extremely difficult for us to uh, just be able to even recognize and understand. But we're going to narrow down some some good clues for you to begin to try and see what's going on in in the children in your lives, whether you are a parent, whether you are a an extended family member or maybe you're a a teacher, an educator, principal people in schools or in even in hospitals, children can uh, exhibit exhibit signs and symptoms in very different ways. The reason why it can be very difficult for us to recognize it in children is because if if you think about today's society, we already have everyday stressors that happened. Um, Children are stressed by, you know, the pandemic, school shutting down and then school letting back in and then back and forth from, you know, being exposed uh, to children not wanting to go to school and being mandated to go to school or um, being kept from school because parents may be, you know, traumatized in the pandemic event. So what we want to do is take a look at what are those general signs that your child may be suffering from a traumatic stress um, and that the, the best way for you to be able to understand that is for you to actually be able to know your child. Is your child acting in an uncharacteristic way? Are they acting different from the normalcy that you that you, you know, are you know about them like they are being them whatever that is <laughs> whatever that is if you have a rambunctious child um adolescent or teenager and um and that is their norm then you know and will be able to see and and notice well are they being overly rambunctious are they being becoming more timid? Are they isolating themselves? Are they not being as talkative or as um, as rambunctious as you would like your norm, your normalcy of them being? So that could be a sign that something is going on or that after a traumatic event, that you know and understand that, oh, well, this just happened. This may be affecting them more than even I realize. And so you want to start to have those types of conversations with children. And and be clear, children really a lot of times don't know what to say or how to say it. So asking very pointed questions 
can be a good idea. However, let your children guide you. Look and listen and pay attention to the simple signs and, and um, behaviors because direct questions may also be um, re-traumatizing for your child. It could also let you know that your child probably has not processed the information from the, the traumatic event. And so you may need help with that. You, you may need them to talk to a professional, talk to a, you know, therapist who specializes in, you know, children, talking to children um, and, and especially trauma. You, you may want them to have a safe place to be able to talk because sometimes we don't realize that when children are traumatized, they may associate an event with a person in a misconception. And so that person or place or thing may be a trigger for them and you not know. So being able to take yourself out of the picture meaning taking your emotions, taking your experiences out of the picture when you're trying to identify if a child is traumatized or being or you're seeing the signs and symptoms after a traumatic event. Point case in point. You saying to a child, well, when this happened to me, I felt this way or I felt that way. It can be it can be somewhat soothing for the child to know that oh you had these experiences as well or these signs and symptoms add the caveat of however how did you feel about this did you feel anything that may have been different or the same Giving your child or a child an openness to say, okay, I didn't get that, but I got this. And them feeling as if, okay, I will be able to, to hear what you say, but I can express what my true feelings are. What, what is truly happening to me, because it may be totally different. And sometimes you, your child will say, Oh, I'm good with that. Nothing happened. I'm I'm fine. And you still see the different um, nuances of changes in behavior. Monitor it. Keep an eye on it. Um, however, you know, keep checking in, knowing and understanding that sometimes it takes time for children to even be able to muster up the courage or the wherewithal to to talk about traumatic events and definitely talking about it to a parent um, may also be an added layer of of stress because they don't want to hurt you they don't want to say something that that will um, be negative or damaging to you and so what you could do is not take that personally yet provide a 
opportunity for them to have a safe, secure place to talk and express themselves in therapy or um, you even if therapy is down the line in the structure of it, they may have a favorite extended family member that would like to talk. So be be open to that so that you can give multiple opportunities for children to express themselves, whether it is with you, with extended family, or maybe they feel comfortable with um, an educator or someone that they feel safe with. Maybe you already have them in therapy just because, you know, life is happening and, you know, life happened to you. And so you wanted to ensure that your child has probably what you did not start off with, which is therapy. Um, some other traumatic signs and symptoms besides a change in character would be, um, you know, children being being so isolated or feeling as if they just don't fit in. They seem more unsure of themselves, um, their anxiety level or being in a state of constant alert might be assigned for you. You, your child might experience um, depression, nightmares, or what we call night terrors, because they're reliving the event in their sleep. And so that could also be a true sign and symptom that, hey, something else is going on Maybe they're reliving something and, and not clear. This is why, because they have not processed the trauma in a way that their mind and body can manage and receive it. And so difficulty concentrating, uh, paying attention may be difficult. You can be telling them to go clean their room and make sure that they put their things away. And they you've said like four or five different things. And your child may have heard one. Um, barring any attention issues or uh, deficits, you know, after a traumatic event, this could be something that you definitely need to pay attention to. Um, if they have difficulty in school all of a sudden um, or they may have changes in their health. They may feel like their stomach is aching more or they're having to go to the bathroom more um, or feeling as if, you know, they're just overreacting to things that you notice they never did before. And, and keep in touch with teachers. If after a traumatic event, don't just send your kids back to school and you haven't alerted the school counselor or the teacher or someone to let them know that, hey, keep an extra eye on my child um, because they need that. Because if they don't tell you at home, they may say something to the teacher or the school counselor um, in school because they're away. And they may have even more um, 
increased energy and vibrations that are happening at school and they feel more anxious or may, you know, get more distracted. So that is what we mean by signs, symptoms, and behaviors after a traumatic event happens to a child. And that could be a child from, you know, one to 18. Um, it could actually be across the board. But when we're talking about children who developmentally do not have the vocabulary to explain how they feel and what they may need. So listeners, I hope this has been helpful for you. When we come back, we're going to talk about how trauma affects families because, you know, families are made of multiple people, not just you, not just one. So how does trauma show up in the signs and symptoms of a family? And I look forward to you coming back, listening and joining the conversation. Give us a call 866-472-5791. If you want to ask me a question, I greatly appreciate that. If not, then you know, I can share it at our next show. We'll see you soon. We'll be right back after this messages. Your Therapy Doctor presents the Mental Health Wellness Series. Dr. Pauline Belton is a licensed clinical professional counselor and board-certified hypnotherapist. She assists individuals, organizations, corporations, and groups build and improve their mental health wellness goals through education, demonstration, and practice. Register now to attend the Mental Health Wellness Series Seminar, March 26, 2022, featuring Dr. Pauline Belton. Individuals, organizations, corporations, and groups will unpack and learn the five W's of stress and anxiety. Participants will know and understand how stress and anxiety affects each of us and learn effective skills to manage the stress and anxiety with three effective tools. Register now. Visit www.yourtherapydoctor.com or find us on Eventbrite to register. This will be the best investment you make in managing your mental health. Your Therapy Doctor presents the Intimate Relationship Connection Series. Dr. Pauline Belton is a licensed clinical professional counselor, board-certified hypnotherapist, and a certified Symbus facilitator. She helps couples and individuals build and improve their intimate relationship connections through education, practice, and play. March 19th, 2022, register to attend the Intimate Relationship Connection Series Seminar featuring Dr. Pauline Belton. Couples and individuals will learn about the five marriage mindsets, resolute, rational, romantic, restless, and reluctant. Every person brings their beliefs about marriage to the relationship. Know and understand what you're working with and working toward. Brought to you by Your Therapy Doctor, featuring Dr. Pauline Belton. To register, visit to attend at www.yourtherapydoctor.com or find us on Eventbrite to register. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness.
You are listening to Your Therapy Doctor with Dr. Pauline Belton. If you have a question for Dr. Belton or her guests, join us on the show at 866-472-5791. That's 866-472-5791. Now, back to the show. Here again is Dr. Pauline Belton. Hello, listeners. We are going to continue the conversation around trauma and in children and in families. We just spoke about trauma in children, the signs, symptoms, and behavioral reactions. Uh, knowing and understanding who your child is is paramount. Um, the other thing to that is once you know your children, uh, and especially those teachers and, and educators and extended family, then when there is a change in their behavior, whether it is elevated or diminished, then you know that there is something going on. Remember keeping in mind that, you know, children have mental health concerns as well and, and mental health issues that could develop uh, because of the stress of life and the stress of the stress of actual um, events happening. I, I chuckle when I hear um, I can hear uh, some of my constituents and even people that I've conversated with saying children don't have any stress in life. They're children. They, they do. They have the stress of, of life happening. Just like you as an adult have the stress of life happening. So do children. And, and we need to recognize that that is a large concern in our society today. Do not dismiss how children perceive their world. Do not dismiss how children perceive their world. No matter how much you think you give them, how much you think you um, provide for them, all of those things are fine and well. However, life is lived through the perception of the person living it. Life is lived through the perception of the person who is living it. And so what I believe to be good, um, deserving or, or just laid out for someone with no care, um, they may have a different perception to that. And so when it comes to children, we need to still have a keen eye and ear on how they are perceiving and processing the world that they live in. And so that comes brings me to trauma in families. Trauma in families can be layered. Remember when we talked about that complex trauma? Well, that can happen in families because you have um, parents, you have, or we should label them not only just parents, uh, but caregivers. 
You have parents and caregivers and guardians who have taken into their care children, you know, under the age of 18. And so when you talk about trauma in families, think about this for signs and symptoms because children can have and families can have trauma within trauma. Meaning a child or a parent may feel as if they are not being respected. They are not being, um, you know, held to a higher standard in their children's eyes or their uh, partner's eyes, husband's eyes, um, and vice versa with the children. Because we live in a different society where our children are exposed to so much more, you know, technology, um, social media, um, different, different lifestyles. And so trauma within families can, can be a sign of the, of either the parent or the child. If you're hearing, um, an attack of your sense of self-worth. Um, you're feeling as if you're being um, insulted or calling names or being criticized too much. And, and this can go in, in how families talk to each other, how they talk to each other, how they um, bond with each other, and, and just how they even support and interact you know, verbally, physically, emotionally, um, gaslighting is, is, is become a thing now where, you know, saying things that make you question your perception of reality, you know, such as, you know, that never happened. You, you never remember correctly, you know, so you're causing the person to second guess themselves and not really stand firm in what they um, what they know and understand about their perception of what they saw, and so in in that in that state, gaslighting is a dangerous tool in communication um, instead of being open and transparent in a conversation. Um, if you don't remember it the same way, well, I don't remember it that way. Tell me why you, you said what you said, because I saw something different that I'm not negating you. I just saw something different. Tell me what you saw. And, and it's, it's having that shared responsibility from where you stand. The other thing is um, controlling the time you spend with each other, monitoring where you go. Yes, that is extremely important, but to the point where you are isolating yourself or your children or your family from extended family or extended friends. Um, these are those psychological, emotional um, characteristics that borderline that abuse 
or, or tread into the abuse state of uh, providing that trauma within families. And understand this, when you create a family and you have a family together, um, each person in your family is an individual. Each person in your family uh, has a perception. And when you create a family that is a collective fusion of those perceptions and those in individuals. And so being clear, the signs and symptoms of a family in trauma is that being able to communicate and bond in a healthy way, supporting each other in a healthy way. What does that look like? Um, what does that sound like? And, and having that conversation, uh, most of my families, when I initially start working with them and we talk about uh, family contract and we talk about uh, family, consistent family meetings, you know, they are reluctant, number one. Number two, do, don't even believe that it will even work. And number three, um, you know, I always get Dr. B, Dr. B, that's not good. No, my family doesn't do that. And what you may or may not understand about your family is your family is what you make it. And the contract is for you to each individual to come together to have a say in the family. Now, the parents are all guardians are always the um, the persons who are going to oversee and protect the family. And each person needs to be able to have a say, because what you want to have in life is for you to have children that you grow, that they grow to no matter what happens in their lives, they want to share it with you. They want to be able to come to you for that um, structure, for that, um, you know, hands on. They, they want to be able to go back to mom and dad and say, OK, I get it. Um, can you can I talk to you about this? Um, that is when you know and understand like, oh, OK. They're not going to run away from me and, and stay away, but they will check in because when their life happens, they know a safe place is always home. Um, and you want to be home no matter where you are. So trauma in families happen and they're layered because you have individuals who have experienced different things in their individual lives and collectively may impact the family. Different types of abuse or different types of just life-threatening events happening could be a sign that your family has trauma, okay? And then what can I do about that? Family therapy is important and is real. Um, we're going to continue this conversation. 
We're going to come back and summarize and wrap up. I am so excited that you're here listening with me. Remember, you can call in or just join the conversation on Instagram, Twitter, um, Facebook, or YouTube. Subscribe and join. Thank you. Come back. We'll be back for one more segment. Open Conversations Counseling and Assessments is spotlighting Mental Health Awareness Month in May. Bringing awareness aims at fighting negative stigmas and promoting the positive education of mental health. This provides support and resources and advocacy for equal mental health care. As licensed clinical providers, we at Open Conversations Counseling and Assessments work throughout the year to help clients and families affected by mental health disorders and illnesses meet their goals for quality of living and life. Get educated. Get resources. Get in the conversation. To learn more, visit us at openconversationsllc.com, where life happens one conversation at a time. Remember, mental health is important. You are important. Your Therapy Doctor presents the Mental Health Wellness Series. Dr. Pauline Belton is a licensed clinical professional counselor and board-certified hypnotherapist. She assists individuals, organizations, corporations, and groups build and improve their mental health wellness goals through education, demonstration, and practice. Register now to attend the Mental Health Wellness Series Seminar, March 26, 2022, featuring Dr. Pauline Belton. Individuals, organizations, corporations, and groups will unpack and learn the five W's of stress and anxiety. Participants will know and understand how stress and anxiety affects each of us and learn effective skills to manage the stress and anxiety with three effective tools. Register now. Visit www.yourtherapydoctor.com or find us on Eventbrite to register. This will be the best investment you make in managing your mental health. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. You are listening to Your Therapy Doctor with Dr. Pauline Belton. If you have a question for Dr. Belton or her guests, join us on the show at 866-472-5791. That's 866-472-5791. Now, back to the show. Here again is Dr. Pauline Belton. Hello, listeners. Thank you for coming back and listening to the conversation, hopefully getting some good information. This is not the only information, but it is the information that we are sharing with you today because trauma is real. Trauma is real and our perception, reaction and resilience to trauma is also real. Being able to know, understand, and then get the resources needed to heal, manage, and maintain your mental health through trauma is extremely important. Um, What I am most 
most excited about in this conversation is that we are always tying in mental health. Mental health because in my professional and personal opinion, mental health is in everything. It's all it's, it's who we are is what we do. And because it is a charge and a passion in not only my life, but my career, um, understand that mental health is how you think, how you feel and how you behave in a healthy way because life happens and it happens without our permission and being able to um, think your way through a situation and manage your feelings so that you can navigate life in the best way is extremely important um, not only to me uh, hopefully to you as well this is why i am here this is why we are here trauma is a baseline in not only most individuals it is a baseline in a lot of generations and so we talked about trauma being a life-threatening or a life-changing event that has a range of effect on people and learning the signs and symptoms not not only from children but in families that sometimes we negate or neglect the fact that children are living life too and in their own little minds and little um, ways of how they perceive things our precious little ones have effects as well and they may not be able to share them as you know eloquently or as articulate as we would like them because they're learning they're learning life. They're learning their language of how to even express themselves. So they need adults, um, um, healthy adults to uh, to teach them, to share with them that, you know, their perceptions, how they process things uh, matter. And if there is a misconception or a miscommunication about information after a traumatic event that they are able to share that with you um, or share it with a licensed professional. Uh, if they aren't able to share it with you, share it with a life, please have them share it with a licensed professional because our children grow up to be adults. Um, and if our children have trauma, and unhealed trauma, they will grow into adults with unhealed trauma um, and unable to manage their mental health due to um, not knowing and understanding how to process the way they think, feel, or behave. Uh, sometimes we carry an undercurrent of anxiety, stress, frustration, and um, and don't understand where it's coming from. And it may come from an unprocessed uh, trauma, an unprocessed trigger that we carry around. 
And if that is you or your child, understand that if you're in a family, then your family is experiencing that trauma and you may be triggering each other um, and not know it, not understand, you know, why? Because we perceive life from where we stand, not through the eyes of another person. We can only what we call forecast that and we and we aren't mind readers. We need to be able to know from directly from the person, you know, how are you feeling? Um, how are you processing? What are you thinking? What are you feeling? Um, and then sharing, well, this is what I've noticed. I've noticed that you don't talk as much anymore or you're sleeping a lot more. Your grades are declining. Um, you find ways not to interact with the family. You don't come to sit at the table for dinner or um, when it's movie night or game night, you don't want to participate. Um, those are signs and symptoms that not only in the child, but in the family, um, there is some trauma there or trauma brewing um, or just maybe something that is happening in the family that needs to be discussed. And so knowing those signs and symptoms, learning more about those signs and symptoms is imperative for, um, for the adults in the family, for the uh, caregivers, so that, you know, even when you have older children, they can help in navigating younger children in the family as well and and being that bridge so that you and your ch children whether they're in at home or in school that they know there is there are options there are options for a healthy way of learning understanding and knowing who they are when trauma happens and who they can be um, going through and managing trauma um, within themselves and within their families. I am extremely excited to have shared this with you. If you have any questions, comments, um, remember, share them with me. Go to www.yourtherapydoctor.com you know, share your posts uh, with me, uh, subscribe, follow on Facebook at Your Therapy Doctor, no spaces, those words are spelled out, Your Therapy Doctor, no spaces on Facebook and on YouTube. Um, share your, your, your questions and comments or suggestions for a show on Instagram or Twitter, um, Facebook or YouTube. Instagram and Twitter, I am at Your Therapy Doc, D-O-C, no spaces. You are an integral part of, of my talk radio and I appreciate you. Thus far, we have hit the 10,000 mark for downloads and re-listens and um, just coming in on Mondays, 12 noon Eastern time. 
9 a.m. Pacific time. This is your therapy doctor. I have enjoyed my time with you. I will see you next Monday and hear from you next Monday, 12 p.m. Um, Eastern time and 9 a.m. on Pacific time. Enjoy your week and stay mentally fit. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Your Therapy Doctor. We hope we have given you some useful information to make your therapy journey easier. Until we talk again, have a beautiful week.